Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the Old Testament lesson and the Gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, like Thanksgiving is your yearly reminder to give thanks, Ash Wednesday is your yearly reminder that you need to repent, that you're not getting away with it, whatever it might be. Whatever sin you did, whatever sin you continue to do. See, God, he sees it, and he knows it. Whether you are, as the prophet Joel said, an elder, a child, even a nursing infant, a bride, a bridegroom, a priest, or any other member of the congregation, this day, this solemn assembly is for you. It's for you to repent. whether you have a black cross on your forehead or not, you're not getting away with it. Not with God. With another person, maybe so. You can certainly pull the wool over the eyes of your neighbor. Jesus says so. You can look good by being a real philanthropist, giving lots of money to the church or charity or investing yourself in worthy causes. You can look good by going to church every week, maybe even more than once a week. And you can look good by praying a lot. You can look good by even looking bad, by fasting and looking gloomy so that People think that, wow, whoa, there's a good person. There's a righteous person, a person who really, really cares. Ash Wednesday, again, is our reminder that while you can pull the wool over, your, over the eyes of your neighbor, you can't pull the wool over the eyes of God. Your Father in heaven sees what is done in secret. He sees the good, the bad, and the ugly that nobody else sees. He sees it all. And while you know your sin better than anyone else, and how sinful you are, God knows them even more than you, and even more than me. You are more sinful than even you know. And you're not getting away with it. Well, you may not like that, that you're going to get caught, that you're not going to get away with it. It's actually a good thing. It's good that you're going to get caught, that God knows and sees, and eventually everybody else will too. That's good, and you're like, what? Well, let me tell you a little story. When I was a young boy, it was right after Christmas, 
I got a brand new football for Christmas. And my brother Mike and I were throwing the football around and we had a near miss. And my mom said, you may not throw the football in the house. You can only throw it outside. That's the rule. Well, a couple days later, my dad was on a business trip. My mom had to go to the grocery store. And quite frankly, it was like 10 below zero outside. So guess what my brother Mike and I did? Any guesses? We played football in the house. You didn't know your pastor was such a devious sinner, did you? Well, we all are. I broke her commandment, and so did my brother Mike. But things were going well until I lofted one into the living room, and it hit a vase, and it broke. Uh Uh-oh. But just to show how devious we can be with our sin, my brother Mike and I got some glue. We glued it all back together. He was a little older than me and maybe a little smarter. He found a, a light bulb that was not a 60, but a 40. Dim it up a little bit. So that hopefully my mom wouldn't find out. When we came home, or when she came home, and we had it all cleaned up and all, all fixed, guess how we felt? Any ideas? Yeah. How did you think we felt? Guilty? Yeah. The guilt was there? How else? What else do you think it felt? What? Ashamed? What else? Sad? There's something else. Yeah. Scared. Scared. Worried. Anxious. And what were we worried and anxious about? Go ahead. That my mom would what? That she would find out. But while we were, you know, waiting for her to find out, things were not going well with Mike and I. We were worried and scared, right? But guess what? The first thing she does when she goes in the living room is she said, who broke the lamp? And of course, I said, Mike did. (laughs) Because I'm a sinner too. And Mike said, Tim did. And my mom held us both responsible because we both did, right? Even though he should have caught it. And then there was a punishment after my mom forgave us. I'm like, a punishment? What do you mean? I thought you forgave us. Well, the punishment was so that we wouldn't throw the football in the house anymore, right? That's a minor, it was a minor punishment, I think. I don't know, we had to do some extra cleaning or something. But then it was over, and it was never brought up again. It was gone. Now, to be sure, I wasn't worried that, you know, if my mom, when she found out the lamp was broken, would kick us out of the house and say, you're fired, you're not my child anymore, right? She would never do that because she always loves me, right? And your parents do too. But sin needed to be dealt with. 
And quite frankly, I wasn't worried anymore once it came out, once it got out. I wasn't scared anymore. It was over with. That's what forgiveness does. You know, you and I, we still have a punishment for our sin. We die a physical death. But you know what? We've been forgiven our sins, and we will rise victorious over death. God remembers your sin no more. You can go to him right away. We should have gone to my mom right away and said, hey, we broke the lamp. I, a poor, miserable sinner, threw the football and Mike missed. Right? And it would have been over right then. I would have saved, we would have saved ourselves a lot of anxious time and moments. Now, think about when you do something wrong and you're worried about it. It, it, it really, really makes you feel bad inside, right? And you walk around with that. I'm going to illustrate it this way. It's kind of like garbage. If we never took the garbage out of the kitchen, what would eventually happen? Go ahead. It would what? It would stink. Yeah. And by the way, when someone's on your trail trying to figure out if you've done something wrong, they, they get a sniff of it, right? There's something wrong here. And then we get a little worried, and maybe we try and cover up that smell with something else, with other lies and other things, breaking more commandments then, right? It, the problem with garbage, though, if you, if you never take it out, it makes everything bad. And then it even attracts rodents, right? Things that'll make your house terrible, right? If you hold your sin inside, you'll feel bad and ashamed and worried and... and then you'll, it'll lead into other things by trying to cover it up, but you can never really cover it up. Jesus tells us that through his apostle that we can say we have sinned and the Lord forgives us and it's over with and we get a new beginning. So that's why it's good that we don't get away with it, that it gets addressed by God in Christ, that it's forgiven by God in Christ, whatever it is, and that we have a new beginning, and we can go forward as children of God. Now, while Ash Wednesday is a serious and solemn day, right, it's not a gloomy day, because we do not repent as those who have no hope, who throw themselves at the mercy of the court and don't know what the court is going to do. We're not going before the court, before a judge, we're going before Jesus, who loves us to death, even death on a cross. He's not going to fire you. He's not going to kick you out. He promises that he's going to forgive you. See, we know and repent because of the hope that is in us, the certain hope of life together with God and one another that's been given us by God's Spirit who brings Jesus into our hearts and lives who lets us know, as I said a few weeks back, it's all on him, our sin. And his forgiveness, his goodness, it's all on us. We repent because we know what our God did for us. He went to the cross to die for our sins, every last one of them. The ones we know and the ones we don't, because he knows them all, he makes sure to get them all. Which is why it's good that we don't get away with anything. Because the one who knows every sin died for every sin. So take out the garbage, confess your sin, repent, and return to him 
and say, I have sinned. And he'll take that, you take it out, you know, like you take the garbage out of the kitchen to the, the end of the road. I did that today. And then the garbage man comes and picks it up, right? Well, Jesus picks up the garbage of our sin and he buries it in his death and he rises victorious over it in his resurrection for you to make you clean and pure. St. Paul puts it this way. He who knew no sin became your sin so that in him you might become righteous. Not with righteousness that you do, not with self-improvement, but with the righteousness of God, his perfection. Ash Wednesday comes but once a year, but like Thanksgiving, we learn to give thanks each day. The focus of Ash Wednesday is that repentance is a lifelong and daily reality for us. That every day we repent, we look to him, every day. That every day we give him our sins and let him take it away from us. He's the only one who can. That's why he wants you to repent. That every day we find our joy in Christ alone. Now, no one may see you doing that, right? But your father does. And your father, we hear Jesus say, who sees in secret will reward you. Reward you in your life now and with his life forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.